Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. I'm sure I'm missing a few others, but for most of us, the holiday season is pretty much over. Except for those celebrating Orthodox Christmas. And you shouldn't be surprised to hear that Chicago has one of the largest Orthodox Christian populations in the U.S. They're all celebrating this weekend with delectable holiday food. And lucky for us, my colleague Sienna Greaves is well equipped to tell us where to get it. She's an audio producer here at WBEZ. And before she was helping make radio sound good around here, Sienna was a chef. So, naturally, she went around Chicago talking with bakers and restaurant owners about the food they're serving up this weekend. Sienna, hi, and welcome. Hey, Erin. How are you? I'm great. So happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. So, who are the bigger groups who are part of the Orthodox community in and around Chicago? So, the larger sects are probably Greek, Russian, and Ukrainian Orthodox. Um, but there is also a significant population of Ethiopian, Armenian, and Coptic uh, Orthodox Christians in Chicago. Okay. And then these folks are doing all types of celebrating. They they have the dates that they celebrate, which is – what were the dates again? Uh, so it's interesting. So while Greeks are part of the Orthodox Church, they celebrate on December 25th, like Protestants and Roman Catholics. Okay. But according to the Julian calendar, Orthodox Christmas falls on January 7th. So there are a lot of European folks who celebrate Christmas in the more Orthodox tradition. But then there are those North and East African folks Mm -hmm. who also do it differently than most culturally Christian folks in the United States. And I know you focused on Ethiopians um, in your research. How has that community evolved in the Chicago area over time? Yeah, it's really interesting. I was talking to Almaz Yixau at Ethiopian Diamond. And I also spoke to a few folks over at the Ethiopian Community Association of Chicago. The story really begins in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, There was a military coup in Ethiopia that really destabilized the government. And Hmm. a small group of Ethiopians, I would say probably about two to 400, were resettled here by resettlement United States resettlement programs. Since that time, the number of Ethiopians in the area has grown to 25,000. Now, Alma Ziegzah was one of the first uh, Ethiopians to arrive to Chicago. She was here with that first wave of migrants. And she told us, spoke to me about a time where the Ethiopian community was so small here, they didn't even have their own church. Hmm. They would actually rent a space from a Greek Orthodox church in Evanston. Now, today... Again, there are thousands of Ethiopians in Chicago. There are three to four churches in the area, six Ethiopian restaurants. Um, you have lots of cultural shops, uh, grocery stores, uh, lots of Ethiopians who are doing their own um, real estate. They have real estate companies. So the community has really flourished in the last 40 years. And Alma is the owner of the Ethiopian Diamond Restaurant? Yes, she is. Okay. What is the significance of food and all of the celebrating? I mean, it's just like any Roman Catholic or Protestant celebration. Food, faith, family, hearth, those are all things that are center uh, of this holiday. What is unique uh, about the Orthodox Christmas calendar is there is a period of fasting uh, in the days leading up to Christmas. So in your story, you talk about how Ethiopian folks actually don't eat some Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. So when you're thinking of like a religious fast, the first thing that comes to mind is probably Ramadan. 
where mm-hmm. you are abstaining from all food from sunup to sundown. Yeah. Or Lent. Or Lent. Yeah. This isn't that. This is a vegan or vegetarian fast. So you're abstaining from meat, poultry, fish, any meat or meat products. Different sects have different rules. Some sects are 100% vegan. Some sects allow uh, fish and oils on certain days. Some sects you can drink any wine. Uh, but when I was talking to Yalmaz, she was telling me how in the Ethiopian church, it is 100% vegan. You can't even have honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing even made by animals. No, no animal products, no dairy, no butter, nothing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're even more vegan than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know that you kind of went to a lot of different places mm-hmm. um, in Chicago to explore some of the food mm-hmm. traditions. Um, and there's a little bit of superstition at one of these dishes at uh, Sandy's Bakery. Can you tell me about that? Uh, yes, that would be the Chesnitsa bread. Uh, Sandy described this as a really nice, uh, simple butter bread. It is a leavened bread, which means that it has a rising agent in it. What makes this bread really special is that it's baked with a coin inside. And once the family sits down to partake the eating of the bread, whoever receives this coin uh, is promised to have luck and prosperity for the rest of the year. I wonder what kind of coin that is. Do you know if it's like a... Oh, it's just a quarter, girl. It's a quarter. <laughs> just like a simple quarter. An American... There are no doubloons in the bread. All right. Because, you know, what, Sandy's Bakery, what what type of food is uh, are they making there? So it's a, a Balkan. Balkan, uh, Balkan food. Food okay. from the Balkans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what about City Fresh Market? Were there some foods that stood out to you from there? Yeah, I had a great conversation with Dimitra, who is the daughter of one of the owners of City Fresh Market. And... We both have a favorite food in common, and it is borek. It is a perfect meat pastry. And now, lots of cultures have a meat pastry, Jamaican beef patties, empanadas, um, Mm, mm, mm. Cornish pasties, if you're from, you know, the UK. But this borek is a dish that is found in Turkey. It is found in the Middle East. It's found all over the Balkans, and it is safe. Filo-type pastry, very flaky, very buttery, and it's stuffed with a feta cheese, lamb, or beef. And it's just excellent. And they have, like, many different kinds at City Fresh Market. It, Yeah, it is definitely one of my favorite foods. My mouth is – I don't even eat beef, and my mouth is watering. Well, they have a feta option as well. Oh. You can just do uh, the salty cheese with the pastry pairs really, really nicely. Well, I don't eat cheese either, Sienna, okay. but that's vegan, okay. Vegan. That's okay. I'm, I'm still going to go hand We're going to go the Ethiopian route. You know, that <laughs> will that will be my, my cuisine <laughs> that I pick from, from all of this. Yeah, so, you know, if I'm generally a curious foodie, right, even if I'm not vegan or if I eat beef or not, mm-hmm. um, and I want to dabble in a few different food traditions that you've mentioned here so far, where would you recommend that I go? All of them. So this is my plan for my second Christmas, which will be taking place this weekend, okay? I will be getting my red lentils and collard greens from Ethiopia Diamond. I'll be heading to Sandy's Bakery for some lovely samsa or stuffed cabbage. And, of course, my chesnitsa bread. And at City Fresh Market, I'm probably going to pick up a bottle of lovely Serbian pear brandy and, of course, a boric. Y'all heard it first. Got plenty of places and options to go this weekend. Sienna Greaves is an audio producer here at WBEZ and former chef. Sienna, thank you so much. Thank you, Erin. And that's it for the rundown today and this week. I'm Erin Allen. I'll be back in your ears bright and early Monday morning. Talk to you then. 